If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine. Today, we're continuing in our series, Pitfalls to Avoid and How to Get Past Them. We had an opportunity to pull a handful of coaches and get things from them that frustrate or annoy them that their players do. And at the end of the day, players, we want to have a healthy, positive working relationship with our coaches. We want to be on the same page. So as players, I think it's important for us to recognize what are some of these frustrations that coaches feel and and work to get past it and work to improve upon it. And today we're going to be talking about this topic. One of the most frequent replies is simply pouting. Mm-hmm. You know, players just not getting their way. Things just not going in their favor. Uh, things not living up to their own expectations. They're not getting the minutes they thought, the shots they wanted, uh, the looks, the opportunities, you name it. Maybe they felt like at some point they were treated unfairly. Um, you know, maybe there's some other dynamic going on within the program that they're upset about. At the end of the day, they, they allow these frustrations and these factors to start playing a role within them, players, and we're guilty of this at times. And it ends up coming out on the surface as pouting, mm-hmm. pouting, just not giving our all, pouting on the bench, body language sucks, energy levels down. I mean, and if we're high school, college, I mean, you know, we're, we're 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, however old you are. But, you know, if you kind of looked at the behavior, you, it looks more like a five-year-old or it looks more like a six-year-old. But yet, you know, here you are acting like a five or six-year-old in a grown person's body and and players struggle with this yeah pouting yeah i mean i i i I think across the board i mean you look in the nba i I see pouting in the nba yeah i see pouting in college oh man absolutely i mean i think the the first thing a starting place for you really players if you were just to take like 60 seconds maybe two minutes right and you were to think what has pouting ever gotten me in my life? You know, I mean, and it's a serious question because if you were just to stop and evaluate and you were thinking like, all right, what has pouting ever got me? And then you would realize it's never gotten me anything. It's never helped me. And so why would I even want it in my life? You know, and you know, I, you know, for many of you, you're probably too young to remember, but probably the greatest coach of all time, John Wooden, is don't whine, don't complain, don't make excuses, you know. And my dad kind of raised me on those three rules is, is don't whine, don't complain, don't make excuses. And whining and pouting, right, is one of those things where it's just – it just never serves you. And, uh, in fact, you know, maybe you've got times when you've whined or pouted and it hasn't hurt you. But I promise you, you can also going to reflect on your life on a lot of times when it has hurt you. So you know you have times in your life when pouting's hurt you. You have very few, if any, times when it's ever helped you. So it's a really simple math problem. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It just doesn't help you. Yeah, they say do more of what's working and less of what isn't. Yeah. Right? And if pouting's not helping you, then do less of it. Yeah. Right? But, but let's be real. I believe that there's a lot of players that pout or whine as a desire for attention. You know, they, they want to communicate that, hey, I'm not happy over here and and I want some attention because of it. And I need someone to, to recognize and, and I want to make them aware 
that I'm not happy with this set of circumstances. Yep. Right. Okay. Like so, it's my way of communicating as a player that I'm not happy, and I want that to be loud and clear because you've put me on the bench and my playing time has decreased. I'm not going to sit over here and be joyful, Coach. I'm not going to be energetic and enthusiastic because I don't want to give off a message to you, Coach, that I'm okay sitting on this bench. I want to communicate to you, Coach, that I'm not happy. And I want you to hear it. I want you to see it. I want you to feel it. So I'm going to sit over here and pout. Yeah. And, you know, I get it. I understand when you're not happy wanting – to be heard and seen and let it know, but there's just better ways to handle it. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it, what are you trying to do? You're, you're, if you're pouting because you're not getting playing time, you're trying to get more playing time, and pouting will have the adverse opposite effect on that. I mean, I'm, you're, it, listen, you're, you're, this is a, I'm a college coach, and if I look down the, the bench and I see a player pouting, the last thing I'm thinking, I'm never thinking. Oh my gosh, poor thing. Let's put him in the game. You know, that's not what you're thinking. You're thinking the complete opposite. What of are you thinking? I mean, I, at that moment, you're thinking um, selfish. Like we're trying to win a game here. We're trying to play forward, and we got a player down here thinking about themselves. Like they're pouting about their playing time. They're pouting about their mistakes. I'm thinking selfish, and I don't want to play a selfish player. And I'm thinking. Um, Everybody on the team sees them pouting, and if I put them in the game, all I'm doing is giving in to them, and it sends the message to everybody else, you can pout. So I'm thinking everything but what you want me to think in that scenario. Mm. I mean, it's just honest. It's, it's not what your, what your desired outcome of pouting is getting the attention so that maybe something good will happen. It's going to have the opposite of that. Now, look, that doesn't mean your feelings aren't real. It's okay to be frustrated you're not playing. It's okay to be frustrated you made a mistake. It's okay for those things to actually you know, be feelings inside of you. There's just much better ways to handle them than pouting. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. I feel like a lot of players think, you know, if I pout long enough, I'll get the attention and I'll get what I need. And, and it's just not healthy. You know, I think the other dynamic is if you're pouting and you're going through this pouting emotion, are you mentally in the right place to get back on the, the court? You know, are you in the best place mentally? If you're sitting over there, literally just your mind is just spinning with frustration and anger and and emotions because you're not happy with this, this, and this. Are you truly at your best to go back in? You know, and I think we have a responsibility as players to to always want to, you know, we need to always be ready. Right, we need to always have a healthy mindset. Our mind needs to be on point, ready to go. And if we allow ourselves to go down this trail of pouting, we begin damaging ourselves because we're just not ready to play. Yeah, yeah. And and I tell you, one of the biggest frustrations, TJ, is I know for me, and I, I can I think I can speak for a lot of coaches and players. If this is a huge frustration for coaches, you need to be aware of it yeah. and try to avoid it when you are pouting after a win. When you are pouting because you didn't get the looks, minutes, shots, whatever it happens to be, but yet we won as a team and you are then making it all about yourself and you are too consumed with your own agenda that you aren't even able to celebrate the win, oh my gosh, you are pushing your coaching staff over the edge in that moment, players, and you need to be aware of that. And you need to be sensitive to that. And you need to really reevaluate how you're handling situations if you find yourself or have found yourself going down that path. Yeah, you know, and I think the um, other thing that you need to be conscious of, like players, when you decide or, or make the choice um, to pout in any, in any situation, 
that um, you you have coaches there that are responsible for the entire team, and, and you're thinking that you want some attention. Like you said, squeaky wheel gets the oil in that moment, right? Yeah, grease, the, but, grease, yeah. roll, roll, right? Same they thing. do, they do, they do, they do get the grease, right? It's just not the grease you want. You know, I've seen coaches after a coach, when somebody's pouting, they're going to get some attention. But players, it's not the attention you want. It's not the attention of go back in the game. It's the attention of doghouse. It's the attention of we're going to have a battle. Attention of I'm the coach and you're going to win. And you don't want to play those games with coaches. You don't want to get into that situation, right? Like, players, I acknowledge there's a lot of coaches out there that make the wrong decisions. I'm one of them that makes bad decisions, don't always get the right. But at the end of the day, what you need to do is you want to do what's going to help you and your team the most. And, um, you know, you may get the grease, but you don't want that kind of grease. And so at the end of the day, you want to, you're hurting yourself and you're hurting your team. And those are two things that I know that you don't want. So in the midst of these emotions, because the emotions are real, right? And, and, and that's the thing. When you are pouting or you find yourself in a position where you feel like you're, you're about to pout or you could start pouting, those emotions in many cases are real. Okay, they they are frustrated. That's fine. Okay, you can have those emotions, but as we said earlier, it's how you handle them and what you do with them. So let's talk real quick. What are some ways? If I am frustrated, TJ, I'm frustrated my my the opportunities I'm getting, the minutes, the shots, my my role on the team. Um, I'm frustrated. Yeah. Like, but I but I want to handle it in a mature way. All yeah. Right? What what do I do? Where do I go? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the first things to do is to give yourself a minute to reflect and pause and think through this thing. You know what I mean? A lot of times we just react um, rather than respond properly. We've heard, I talked on episodes about that, having a mistake response. And so I think the first thing is to just take a minute to reflect. And then, in players, there's a little uh, communication practice you can play in your head. You may need to write this down, but you know, go from a place of reacting, okay, where that's the first thing, and then you reflect. And then usually regret. So in the case like this of pouting, your reaction is coming out in a way of pouting. Yeah. All right. Temper, t- temper tantrums, you know, body language and all that. And then you look back and you're like, and you reflect and you're like, man, I, I shouldn't have done that. Right. Yeah. And now, you, now you're upset. Right. Now you're regretting. Move to a place to t- what TJ just said, where you reflect first. Like, okay, man, this situation is kind of crappy. Um, not a fan of it. You know, but like, what should I do? So you reflect first. Then that helps you respond so you do it in a mature, professional way, and then hopefully you rejoice because the outcome's better than what it was. So hopefully yeah. that, that can kind of help. Yeah, no, that's that's a good explanation. I think I think the not the easiest thing to do, but for me and I think most players that I've been around, the best thing to do is to share those emotions with somebody. Ideally, it would be with your coach. Maybe it's with a parent. Maybe with somebody. You know, I think as you get older, we're better at this, better processing that with people. Like, hey, here's how I'm feeling, even though we still fail to do it as adults, right? Here's how I'm feeling. These are the things. So, I mean, if you're frustrated with your playing time, if you feel like coach has a short leash for you, if you feel like, you know, any of those things that make you want to pout, I I mean, I, I would love for you to have that conversation with coach. But I also realize there's a lot of players that are intimidated by coach, don't want to have that. So, you know, maybe you have it with somebody that's a mentor to you. Like, what do I do in this situation? Somebody that you, somebody, don't pick somebody that is going to be on your side. Pick somebody who's going to tell you the truth and and then work through it with them. Um, If it could be your coach, that would be great. If not, you need to find that person that you can have that conversation with. But I've never found it very healthy to keep it bottled up inside. Now, don't overdo that, though. All right, because I think there's a risk there as well, right? That, like, you just are like, you're just letting loose and, and releasing it to everyone on the team, right? Like you're anyone that'll listen. You're just like 
sharing your frustrations with. And before you know, and you're bad mouthing the coach, and you're explaining this and pity, pity this, pity that. And before you know it, it's like starting to like weigh the team down. Well, let me I, let me clarify a little bit. I don't think it does any good just to share your feelings. I think it does good to work through your feelings. You know what I mean? Most of the time, if you're just telling a exactly. teammate, exactly. you're like, "Hey, I'm frustrated. I'm not playing." Right. That really is not much of a solution, you know. Because that's, that's usually where it goes. Right? Yeah, it, oh, this is annoying. Yeah, and, and don't and, and, and be you know just co- players take twenty seconds right now. And am I one of those people that misery loves company? Like when I'm not happy, do I just want people to be there with me and be like just as unhappy as I am? Like that's not a good place to be. You don't want to be in that situation. What you want is resolution. You want to find a way to fix things and to do better. Just venting them is not going to be the answer. But getting to a place where that's why I think sometimes it's hard maybe for a teammate, you know, like I think it may be better like you have a mature captain, but it may be better, you know, to be the assistant coach. It could be the head coach, could be the assistant coach, could be um a longtime ma- a, you know basketball mentor of your, could be a parent that tells you the truth, you know. It, but, it could be another coach at the school. Yeah. You know, I think that's a great option there, right? You know, you got a lot of coaches at school, so maybe you're playing basketball, but you also played football, right? Maybe you go to your football coach. And say, hey, this is happening during my basketball season. What do you, sus- you know, suspect? And be, when you go talk to people, be solution oriented. You know, be, be like, okay, if you've got a problem, and I, you know, and it makes you want to pout, like, what can I do to fix this? Don't go looking for somebody that just wants an ear that you can pour something into that maybe might feel with you. Try and get a solution to it. Absolutely, and I think players oftentimes rationalize. I, I just need someone to talk to. Yeah, you know, and they. Well, at this point, you've talked to 10 people, okay? Like, I, yeah. think, I think you've got to be good by now, right? Uh, let's get to the solutions. TJ, great stuff. Players, hopefully this helped you uh, as, as we deal with emotions, right, and dealing with it in a healthy way as we continue our series, Pitfalls to Avoid and How to Get Past Them. We'd love for you to share these episodes and all the different episodes we're recording on this topic and these topics um, with your teammates. I'm Adam. He's TJ. Together, we are the Hardwood Hustle. Until next time, we're out.